0: This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. Friday's here, DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from Beeson on another wet Friday. I guess it's gonna rain like straight through Sunday and through Mom's Day. My gosh! So uh, we're gonna be hunkered down, I guess, and watching some sports and throwing down some some money on some games. Uh, we're gonna recap the caps, the craps last night. Tough L. But uh, the Nationals, uh, I gave you the Rockies yesterday over our Nationals, so I, I went one and one, I guess, on the day. Uh, the Capitals were a great value last night. And uh, we, <laughs> we were showing why uh, NBA playoffs is back tonight and the WNBA is underway as well. So we got some games that we can throw down on that. So we'll look into all of that straight ahead. DC Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I want to let you know that UFC 274 is tomorrow. And Bet Rivers has a special profit boost for the big event. All players that log in on Saturday will receive a 20% profit boost on a UFC 274 parlay. Make your ideal UFC 274 combo on the main events, undercard, or a combination of both. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This profit boost packs an extra punch at Bet Rivers. Bet on the app. Or at BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino. Portsmouth must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. All right, so the uh, Capitals last night, not the prettiest of uh, of hockey games. They got blown out. And what does this mean now for the series? If if you're a Caps backer, I don't like what I saw last night. Because we talked about this. Panthers a team that Need to get over that hump, and they may have just taken a big step by taking care of business at home. Five one. I feel bad for you if you had the over six and a half. <laughs> Five goals after two periods and nothing. Bagels in the third. uh Caps were were sharp for the first what seventeen minutes, and then in a blink of an eye, a couple bad bounces. Um, Panthers take the two-zip lead after one period, then it's five-to-one after two, and um, it was ugly, 5-1 loss, so with a chance to put the Panthers really on their heels, a chance early with some um, opportunities to take an early lead, never happened, and now that series is tied up 1-1 with Game 3 tomorrow back in D.C. now. Uh, as far as the um, odds tomorrow, take a look at it at uh, betrivers.com. Download that app right now. The um, Capitals, I would guess I have not looked at the numbers, so I'm just I'm just throwing this out there before I take a look, see at it. I'm going to say the caps are maybe plus 120, 130 at home because, again, Everybody has the Panthers as the overwhelming favorite, as the top seed. And as I look at it, yes, I'm a little off the mark, but the Caps are value at plus 150. The Panthers are minus 180 tomorrow, Saturday at 1 o'clock from Capital One Arena. The total, yet again, is six and a half. So what do we make of what happened in in Game 2? Again, if you're a Caps backer, you did not like what you saw because now the confidence has swung to Florida. They're feeling pretty good about themselves. They get a 5-1 victory. And now they're on the road and maybe there's less pressure away from their, their home ice. And I think now, squarely, um, the Caps have got to be <laughs> thinking, oh, God, do we have any sort of chance with our goalie situation as well? Because they, they made a switch between the pipes in Game 2. Will they make a change for Game 3? Um, yeah, I don't like the way they lost yesterday heading back to D.C., but again, if you're a Caps backer tomorrow, you're getting value at plus one fifty Panthers minus one eighty. And let me look at the puck line here. The uh, puck line is. Caps, plus one and a half, minus 157. Panthers, minus one and a half, plus 132. So this is going to be, it has to be a close game. Scratching and clawing. Now back at home are the Capitals. Uh, My leans for tomorrow would be to take the Caps puck line, plus the one and a half, at minus 157. I don't know about the money line. May, May stay away from that because my confidence now, a little bit of weaning. Is it weaning or waning? When it comes to capitals after game two performance. But that's the air of recency sometimes. When you see a team struggle in one game, how much will that carry over to the next game? And yesterday I told you the Caps were uh plus twenty three hundred to win the Stanley Cup. Their odds took a significant dip after that performance last night. Now you can get on the Capitals for for plus five thousand dollars to win the Stanley Cup. Just to win the East, they're now at plus twenty-two hundred. So just the books know, and they've seen the performance by the Capitals going, "Uh uh-oh, maybe that that game one was just an anomaly. But they need to get their stuff back together. Big dogs got to come eat like Alexander Ovechkin. We'll see how the Capitals respond in game number three. Again, at home, a value, but I like the puck line, plus one and a half and minus 157. Nationals last night, or yesterday afternoon, they were losers. Uh it did go over the total. Um I gave out the Rockies because the Nats are just in that that mist, that fog of like what are we? Who are we? What are we trying to do? Juan Soto hit a solo shot and this this stat is pretty incredible. Juan Soto on the year has um 6 home runs, okay? Take a guess how many RBIs he has this year, right? Six homers, you're thinking maybe double that up. Do you want to know how many RBIs Juan Soto has? Seven. Seven RBIs. Seven RBIs. Six homers. Why? I don't understand why he's batting. I guess they're batting him second, too, in the lineup. Like What, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm no rocket scientist or I'm no skipper of baseball, but uh, maybe you want to put your best hitter at three or four in the lineup. That's just me. That's incredible. Just seven RBIs so far for the Nationals who visit uh, the Anaheim Angels tonight at 9.38. Still don't know who the pitcher is for the Angels. Joan Adone going for the... Uh, Angels who are seventeen and 10, 8 and five at home. Nats are now nine and 18, 6 and seven away, including yesterday's loss, uh, nine to seven at the uh, Colorado Rockies. So again, I, I like I like the Angels in this one, fresh off an eight zip victory over the uh, Red Sox. I was in Boston, um, and y- you heard what I said a few. A few shows ago about betting baseball, bet against that that skidding team. Uh, Nationals have lost two of their last three, and uh, yeah, I mean they're. I look at the box score; they're batting Soto second. Maybe you should move him back a little bit in the lineup. Um, so tonight, I think no matter what the number is, you, you got to either lean to the Anaheim Angels or we're going with the under uh, tonight. A lot has to be predicated on who's pitching. And as of this hour, there is no uh, pitching or pitcher scheduled for the Anaheim Angels, whatever it is, L.A. Angels. And that's why um, it actually is not on the board yet. The odds aren't up because the Angels haven't said who they're going to have as pitcher. But regardless of what it is, uh, probably minus 160, 170. I am going to take the angels, regardless. Unless it's like minus two hundred, then the value's not there. It's just too risky, as we all know. Nat starter uh, Joanna Doan has uh, pretty much only had one good outing. He is uh, one and four. His good outing was back on April nineteenth. Went to six and a third, striking out. Uh, let's see here five in a one-zip victory over Arizona. Everything else besides that, he hasn't lasted past five innings. So he's only gone six innings once, once this whole season. Last time out against San Francisco, 9-3 loss. That was last Saturday. He lasted four innings, gave up four earned runs, struck out five, walked three. Uh, Can't trust him. Another reason to take Anaheim, even though we don't know who the Angels starting pitcher is. Angels uh, much improved this year. And the Nationals losers of two of their last three. I'm going against the Nats tonight to kick off that three-game series. When we return here on the D.C. CityCast presented by BetRivers Sportsbook. Hey, WNBA starts tonight. Washington Mystics are at home. We will size up their matchup against the Indiana Fever. And the NBA playoffs begin in earnest tonight. We got some home teams perhaps in desperate needs of victories. How does that affect what we'll do at the window? We'll discuss next. D.C. CityCast presented by BetRivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three leg, same game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia. Only gambling problem. Call 1-888-532-3500. A reminder that UFC 274 is tomorrow and Bet Rivers has a special profit boost for the big event. All players that log in on Saturday will receive a 20% profit boost on a UFC 274 parlay. Make your ideal UFC 274 combo on the main events, undercard, or combination of both. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This profit boost packs an extra punch and Bet Rivers bet on the app. Or at BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino. Portsmouth must be 21. Playable in Virginia. Only gambling problem. Call 888-532-3500. DC CityCast rolls on. Presented by BetRivers Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN here. Just a quick note. Did you see the story about the six-year-old that ran a marathon? Yeah. Yeah. A family of runners had their six-year-old run a marathon. Um, Authorities or whoever runs the event says it will never happen again. They're actually going to have an age limit. I thought there was already an age limit on these things. But uh, yeah, I think it was a Cincinnati marathon. (laughs) Could you you know, seeing a little bitty dude running? That's pretty crazy. Like, what is going on here? Makes no sense. And uh, the kid was seen like crying on the course and the father's response was, well, you know, everybody gets a little emotional in these races and everybody cries. Holy God, man. It's like Captain Fantastic or something. That movie about the dude who lived with his family up in the woods and they're all doing different strange things. Having your six-year-old run a marathon. My God. Just when you think that Things couldn't get any weirder. I I just could not believe that story. Strange times, my friend, strange times. All right, uh, let's get into the NBA playoffs tonight. There are a couple games, and we said this yesterday here on the DC City Cast. We just cannot bet on James Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, as we record this on a Friday afternoon, now there is word that Joel Embiid is trying all he can to play in Game Three tonight, so <laughs> if that's the case, let's <laughs> things are probably changing by the moment. Uh, last time I checked, the Heat were at minus two, uh, and it's down to minus one now. With word that Embiid is trying to do all he can to play tonight with a mask. Remember, he got that orbital fracture with that that uh, elbow to the head. In garbage time against the Raptors. I mean, think about that. They were by like 30, and they let Embiid stay in. And Doc Rivers said, well, it's because the Raptors had their starter still in. So he gets hammered in the face, changes the whole dynamic of the series, unfortunately. But now there's a chat that he may play tonight, and the Sixers need all the help they can get because James Harden, uh Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris cannot carry the load, although really it's just Harris and Maxey are carrying the load because James Harden, shell of himself, I can't bet on him. But if Joel Embiid comes back tonight, that does change, that changes a lot of things, right? But here's a question: how how much will he be affected by this concussion? Is he been cleared to play? Uh is he out of protocols? A mask on your face is annoying. Uh, but but the dude averages 30 points a game. So it could be could be a huge boost to the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. So I don't know if you want to touch this game now. Now, I was totally in the camp of taking the heat at minus two without Joel Embiid. But now this actually makes things a whole lot spicier, doesn't it? Total is 210.5. Heat are minus 115 on the money line. 76ers minus 104. The return of Joel Embiid, perhaps, and that would be fantastic. So I don't think I'm going to touch this game tonight. My God. Now that there is word that he may play. Now, if he, uh, if they say no, he's not going to play, which yesterday was the story, Um, then I would be all over Miami. So keep an eye on Joel Embiid's status. Yeah, I'm being Captain Obvious here in this game. But if he doesn't play, I'm hammering Miami. If he does play, I'm not touching it. No sirree, Bob. They say that anymore. No sirree, Bob. Not going to touch the game. But again, no Embiid. Yes, Heat. If Embiid, not touching it. Can't do it. Too dicey. Because this guy in Philadelphia brings a lot of mojo to their squad. Harden does not. But with Embiid back, perhaps if he is back, again, big if, he really makes the dynamic a whole lot better, obviously, for the Philadelphia 76ers. So big turn of events in that series if Joel Embiid can go tonight in Game 3 against the Miami Heat. Again, the Heat up to zip in that best-of-seven series. Now taking a look out west, the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Phoenix Suns. This is a spot where I actually like the Mavericks. Minus a half point, basically a pick'em. Total tonight is two nineteen at Bed River Sportsbook. Suns had their way in the first two games at Dallas. Weren't even close. Dallas did have a chance to backdoor cover in game one. Didn't happen. And then the Suns took care of business, favored by six in game two, winning by twenty. It was a blowout from start to finish. I think the supporting role players will do better at home. I'm talking about Dallas. He just can't leave Luka Doncic out on an island, which he pretty much has been the first couple games. Uh, Nobody's been able to help him. Somebody else, maybe one or two players at least, have to give this guy a little bit of help. They're going to clamp down better defensively at home. They've got the home crowd behind them. Perhaps the refs will be swayed a little bit, although they continue to fall for Chris Paul's uh, uh, hijinks on the court. But I think back home, Dallas knows they lose tonight. Everybody knows if you're down to zip, you lose. The series is over. I'm going to give an edge and a lean to the Mavericks. I think they will come out fighting and clawing and kicking and screaming. And I think they give a little pushback Maybe a lot of pushback to the Phoenix Suns and at least extend this series farther than a sweep. Suns are still going to win the series. It's just a matter of how many games. And I think Dallas tonight is actually going to show up and really play well against the Phoenix Suns. But here's the rub: the Suns actually have won their last 11 straight against the Mavericks. Like they've got Dallas's <laughs> number. <laughs> so if you're leaning to the Phoenix Suns side, there's a good uh, trend to have on your side that the Suns have won 11 straight games over the uh, Dallas Mavericks, who are a slight half point favorite tonight against um, the Phoenix Suns. Now I'm thinking. Jalen Brunson, uh, and Max Kleber, one of their X-Factor guys have got to start hitting some threes. Kleber had, what, eight in one of those games against Utah last series. Brunson was held to like nine points in game two, maybe 13 in game one. Like he's got to play better and provide more offense. You know, you know what we're getting out of the Suns? Getting that heavy dose of Paul Booker and Aiton and Bridges. And they got Johnson off the bench. They're just really good. But you would think in a seven-game series with a team down two-zip fighting for their lives, this is the spot tonight to take the Dallas Mavericks at uh, minus half a point. Basically a pick'em. As for the uh, NBA games this weekend, we got a couple tomorrow. Since we're all going to be inside, <laughs> we got the Celtics at the Bucks and the Grizzlies at the Warriors. These are game threes. These series are tied at 1-1. And in these two series, I really like the home teams. I, I really like Golden State, minus now seven. It was at six and a half. Golden State now minus the seven against the Grizzlies. That's tomorrow night at 8.30. And game three for the Celtics Bucks is the early game at 3.30 on uh, Saturday afternoon from Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a slight two-point favorite over the Celtics. At BetRivers River Sportsbook, total is 213. Um, the the Bucks, all their games are going under, um, I think. First two games in the series have gone under the spread uh, with 89 points scored by the Celtics in game one, just 86 by the Bucks in game two. If I'm going to lean to anything in game three, it would be the under again, at two thirteen, Bucks just minus two. That is basically a pick 'em. But if again I'm going to lean one way or the other, it's going to be the home team. I think these kind of series is, is is just it's too risky to bet on the visiting squad in these series. Even though the Bucks took Game One in Boston, they calmed down, took care of business in Game Two. Bucks are really good at home as the defending champions, right? So. My lean right now on Saturday would be to take the Bucks, but more importantly, my official release would be the under two thirteen. As for the Golden State uh, Memphis game, really like Golden State, and again, Dylan Brooks has been suspended one game. Should have gotten more, in my opinion, maybe two to three games because he knocked out a an opposing player for a month. Uh, it was a dirty play. Just let the guy go and score the layup. Gary Payton, the second, was thrown to the ground viciously and in a harmful manner by Brooks, and he broke his elbow. So Brooks only gets a game suspension. He averages 18 points a game. So that's a big blow to Memphis. Even though they won game two, basically, without Dylan Brooks, uh, he's one of your core guys. And Golden State minus seven, this could be ugly. I'm thinking a 15-point victory. Golden State is going to be nasty at home. Not nasty in sense of nasty play, but their crowd is really tough raymond green who got fined 25k by the way for flipping the two the two birds with one stone to the fans guy can't help himself i'm sure he's got an excuse though for it but i think golden state's really pissed that they're tied up at 1-1 i think they're really angry and i think they take it out in a big time manner against memphis and john morant who had 47 points in game two but with no dylan brooks Away from Memphis, series even one-one. I really like Golden State <laughs> minus the seven. And let me just take a look at the uh, the money line at Bet River Sports Book. It is um, tomorrow. It's minus two ninety-five. If you back uh, the Warriors, total is two twenty-five and a half. Whew, it seems like a lot of points, but I'm not going to touch that total. I have no feel one way or the other. But I do like Golden State minus the seven. To take a 2 1 lead in that best of seven series. And I guess the Heat Sixers, Suns, Mavericks would then play on Sunday. All right, so to recap the NBA plays tonight, again, no Embiid. We're taking the Heat at minus one. If there is Embiid, we're not touching it. I like the Mavericks to stay alive and to claw and to scrap and to get a Game 3 victory over the Suns. Basically, a pick em tonight. And then tomorrow I'm taking the Celtics, Bucks under the 213 and the Warriors minus the seven. That's my big-time hammer play. Maybe I like Golden State too much. (laughs) Oh, man. So there you go. All right, straight ahead. Washington Mystics open up their WNBA season tonight, hosting the Indiana Fever. We'll take a look at that game. What side should you play? DC CityCast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. Do me a favor. Download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Our right, WNBA starts tonight. Plenty of action, and the local team, the WNBA Washington Mystics, are a now an eight and a half point favorite tonight against the Indiana Fever. Eight and a half points. It uh, I think it opened at seven and a half. So. It's climbing by the minute. And uh, because it is the first game, I sort of... And I know it's in D.C. I know the Mystics uh, won the chip, what, three years ago? Now they're trying to climb back. They do have Elena Deladon back for the opener, one of the better players in the WNBA. But uh, it's a lot of points in your first game. Out of the shoot for both teams. Probably some nerves on both ends. I know the uh, Fever, sort of a young squad. But uh, in this spot, home game... And uh, such a big number, I think I'm going to have to take the Indiana Fever. Sorry. Sorry. That's a lot of points for a home opener. It is. Uh, The total in the game tonight is uh, hold on, let me give it to you 161 and a half points. So expect a high scoring game. Uh, wow my initial think would be like let's go under the total but let's stay away from that i'm just going to go with the fever plus the eight and a half tonight uh, at bed Rivers sportsbook um last time these two teams met was was last summer mystics won by five also won by 16 last year fever did win a couple games actually one game last season by 12 so again Nothing statistical, analytical. This is just first game uh first game gut feel. I think it'll be a little closer uh than nine points. So give me the fever plus the eight and a half tonight as the Mystics kick off the WNBA season in Southeast. So to uh wrap things up, I guess the Commanders hosting their uh, rookies today, rookie minicamp starting out in uh, ashburn they went inside because of the rain so our first uh chance to see those new w's i guess they had commanders as their last names on their uniforms they haven't put the uniform are their last names yet on uniforms obviously yeah um because they probably don't have much of a chance to make it except they're drafted rookies and maybe some free agents and i saw the list of free agents and you know how everybody says, oh, I feel old when I see this and that. There are two examples of, well, there are many examples of, for me, feeling old is when you see kids of players you watched in their prime now have kids playing in said leagues. And there's so many of them. Uh, you know, for for the next generation, it'll be LeBron James's kid playing in the NBA or... Uh, uh, Dwayne Wade's kid playing in the NBA but for me it it's it, it hits you when you see I think the first player that made me blink was like Dewan Wagner's kid playing in the NBA and now I think his kid is going to be a big time prospect it was Milt Wagner, had Dewan Wagner, and then Dewan Wagner has some other kid who's coming up in the NBA. So anyways, that was like the first time I was like, oh my God, I've watched the fathers play and now the sons play and now I'm going to see the grandkids play. But with the commanders, Steven Davis was a bruising running back in the late 90s. And when I first started covering the team known as the Washington Redskins then in the, in the late 90s, Steven Davis was on the team, came out of Auburn. He was uh, he was really good for a couple seasons there. Number forty eight, a uh, really nice guy too. Uh, you know, all the, all the guys were really nice um, to me. It was it was a fun time. It was a different time back in the late nineties when you could actually just you know talk to players and not have to set up an interview through the PR. You could literally just walk into the locker room and say, um, um, "Hey, you got a second. And Stephen Davis was always very. Um, very, uh, very kind in his time. So the reason I bring up Stephen Davis is because I'm looking at the commanders, a list of free agents that are trying out today. And one of them is Stephen Davis Jr. Apparently he's a linebacker out of, uh, North Carolina a So he is trying to make it as a, uh, undrafted, uh, free agent, and probably a long shot at best, but uh, it's he's 23 years old already. So he was born in what 99 then, so right around the time when Davis was playing for the uh, for the Redskins. But that's just a pretty cool story to see. And we got to see the uh, again, the helmets, those W helmets. People are saying they look clean on social media. I hope that the uh, uniforms look good on the players because we've seen them on the dummies. Wasn't the biggest fan of them then, but uh, I'm curious to see how they'll they'll look in actual competition. So we're starting to get a little sneak peek at the helmets and then soon... The uniforms as rookie minicamp underway out in Ashburn. All right, let's put a bow on this uh, DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook on a Friday. So the Capitals got thumped last night. Will they respond tomorrow? I expect they will. I'm not sure if they actually win the game, but I I like them at uh, the puck line at plus one and a half tomorrow afternoon against the Florida Panthers. Panthers now have confidence, right? They were they were sort of uh, waffling a little bit there. They were a little... They had those jelly legs, but they, they found their footing in game two. Let's see how the Caps respond in game number three. NBA tonight. I really like the Dallas Mavericks to defend home court against the Phoenix Suns and to push this series a little bit. Uh, let's watch out for Joel Embiid and how that affects this series, at least and makes it more interesting and exciting. If Embiid plays tonight, not touching the game. If he doesn't go, I like the Heat at uh, minus the one, and that bad boy might be a pickem by the time uh, tip off uh, comes around. If Embiid is indeed going to play, because they haven't, uh, I think they have to officially put it out like an hour before the game or two hours. It's like you have to put out your roster. right? You can't just say, "Oh well, wait till tip." But they'll probably put him on the active roster, but then it's a matter of can he go or not. So a little gamesmanship, I'm sure, uh, by the 76ers as well. This weekend, I like the uh, Bucs-Celtics under the total of 213. And my five-star play, really, I really like the Golden State Warriors uh, come Saturday night. A general reminder to follow us along on Twitter at or at BetRivers, at Live. Appreciate you. We'll talk on Monday. Here's to a sunny weekend. We'll see you.